Hello, this is uh, Bill Bossard. I'm with uh, the Naples Seventh-day Adventist Church, but this is Bible 101 with me, your host, Bill. And so this is number four in our series. If you are following, there are three others that are already posted, and I invite you to look at those. This is a basic thing of how to get to know your Bible and to get the message and the, and the truth out of the Bible as you look at it. So I'm hoping it'll be helpful to you as we go. So if you have your Bible, grab it. And if you need to pause and go get it, that's fine. Uh, we're going to look at something today that I think might be helpful to you in your understanding of the scripture. So uh, if you do that, grab that. The question that you may have in your mind is, how do we know that the Bible is really true? Um, we talked about that a little bit last week, about different, different versions and things in the past videos, but how do we know that it's going to be true? Well, today I'm going to give you just a really quick look at something to help you kind of process that through and to think about that today. If you remember, last time uh, we were looking that the Lord says, come and see, come and see if these things are true. So we want to do that. We want to go make that journey. And I also mentioned last time Amos 3.7. And I have my whiteboard here with me today. And so we will uh, we'll do that. So we have Amos 3.7. Can you see that? Amos 3.7. Oh, you see my reflection there in the, uh, the <laughs> light. So Amos 3.7, and it said... Basically, surely the Lord will do nothing but reveal his secrets unto his servants, the prophets, which is very true. So we want to see a book of prophecy. And I want to look at one with you today that I think will be helpful. So if you would look and find the book, and we're looking for Daniel 2, Daniel chapter 2. So remember, if you don't know where a book is, you can look in the table of contents in the front of your Bible, find the page, and then turn. And then this indicates the chapter. Most of the Bible, well, there's only one that isn't, but most of the Bible is divided into chapters of each of the books. And so we want to look at Daniel. This particular book was written by the prophet Daniel. So we want to look at his book and see what he has to say. Well, while you're looking up, I need to give you a little history about how this works. A little bit of history together. So, what has had happened was that Israel had not been doing what God had asked them to do. This is no big secret. It is something that, uh, that happened. And they had fallen into idol worship and all kinds of things. And so the Lord let Nebuchadnezzar, who was the king of the empire of Babylon, to come down and to begin to conquer. And eventually he conquered Jerusalem and he took some people captive. Um, besides destroying Jerusalem completely, he hauled off some of the brightest and youngest to go and to be in his courtyard. One of those individuals was Daniel. He also had three friends, which are mentioned in the book of Daniel which are Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, which I used to think was fun as a kid to say, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So Daniel was taken off as to be, and who sat at the king's table. You can read all about this 
happening in chapter 1 of Daniel. If you look that and you just read it through a very fascinating story. Well, in the second chapter of Daniel, we have a story that happened to King Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar, quite a name, isn't it? King Nebuchadnezzar. And during the night, one night, he had a dream. And it so disturbed him and bothered him. And he said, this is an important dream. And so he went and he asked his astrologers and his things to come into his court and to tell him about the dream. Well, they said, well, what dream do you have? We'll tell, be glad to tell you. And he said, no, no, no. I can't remember the details of the dream. I just know I had one and it was important. Can you please share with me what it is? And they said, well, no, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, you have to tell us what the dream was. Oh, no, there's no way he said he could do that. Well, he got angry about it and he threatened their lives. And word got down to Daniel. And Daniel was considered one of the wise men. And so he... Uh, said, well, let me have a chance. He had not been there a year earlier, but he came in and said, can I talk to the king? And as he came to the king, he said, there is, and you can read this in chapter, chapter 2, verse 28. Chapter 2, to verse 28. So we're looking at Daniel. Daniel 2, verse 28. You can read it right there. Verse 28, and he said to him, but there is a God in heaven who can reveal the mysteries. And so he asked for time, asked for time. So the next day he came back and during the night he had a dream. Daniel had it revealed to him from God what had a dream. So he came in and interpreted the dream. So what did it happen? So Nebuchadnezzar, he had in his dream, he had a picture of an image, a tall image. And it was very fascinating to him because the image had different metals in it. The head, the nick and the head, were that of gold. And then after the, uh, the chest, the chest area, it had a one of silver. Then the belly was of brass or bronze. Really, they didn't have brass in that day. It was bronze. And then the legs were that of iron. And then the feet were of iron and clay. And as they were looking at it, a large rock was carved out of the mountain and it rolled down and it crushed all of the elements, all, all gone. So when Daniel went back, he said, the king, I tell you, I came back and the Lord has showed me what you have seen. You can read that in the story in verse 29. He has shown me what you had in your dream. Beginning with, and if you look at this, beginning in verse 37. Now we're going down to verse 37. So I'm going to erase that. We're going to look at verse 37. Okay, 37. Your majesty, you are the king of kings. He's talking to him because he was thought of being the ruler of the then known world. And he said, the God of heaven has given you dominion and power and might and glory. In your hands he has placed all mankind and the beasts of the field and the birds of the sky. Wherefore they live and has ruler and you are the ruler over them. You are the head of gold. You are Babylon as the head of gold, symbolized by the gold. 
and after you another kingdom will arise inferior to yours ah by silver silver is not as thought of as valuable as gold is it so an inferior kingdom would arise after you next a third kingdom one of bronze bronze is not as valuable as silver certainly not of gold and it will rule the whole world and finally there will be a fourth kingdom as strong as iron and then the iron will smash everything it says and it will crush and just as you saw the feet and the toes were partly of baked clay and partly of iron so will the kingdom be divided and yet its strength will be in the iron so here we have a picture here well it didn't take very long for us to realize that here we had in our bible we had we had the gold which represented babylon we'll see that in other bible places as well in daniel and other places then we had what well, we had of the silver and the silver what kingdom came after babylon which was the kingdom came up well it happened to be what was first the medes and the medes and then the persians they were kind of there together the medes and the persians follow that well then what followed after the silver well then came the bronze which then greece or grecia Greece came after. Remember Alexander the Great in your history? Then came the iron. What kingdom came after Greece? Well, if you know your history, Rome. And then after Rome, after Rome, we didn't have, we had a uh, iron and clay mixed together. Iron and clay. And what kingdom was that? Oh, well, after Rome, the kingdoms of the world were divided, particularly in Europe. And we had Europe where we had some of the uh, kingdoms were strong and some of them were weak. And after that, we never had one kingdom rule the whole world. It is fascinating. That's exactly the order in leading us down to our present day. That's exactly the order that Daniel was shown 600 years before Christ. While Nebuchadnezzar was still on the throne, he was leading and sharing that incredible prophecy about the kingdoms of the world. And then this rock that came indicated and represented the second coming of Christ, which would then establish a new kingdom under Christ. The Bible scholars have marveled at that for a long time. How is it possible that Daniel would know this exact number of kingdoms that would be coming hundreds of years later and even look down to our day? It is because, as he said, there is a God in heaven who can reveal the secrets. There is a God in heaven who knew what was coming, who could look into the future. Well, as we look at the book of Daniel, there are all other examples, and we're going to look at another one soon, not today, but another time, where God could reveal to us exactly what's going to take place. You see, it wasn't that we just read a good book, 
good book and has lots of good sayings. God revealed himself so that we would know the truth and that we would know that there is a God in heaven. Well, some say, well, you know, Pastor Bill, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure God even exists. Uh, can you prove it to me? Well, I can't prove to you God exists, but I can show you in the Bible the evidence that God exists and that what he did in the world. And so the Bible reveals, unlike any other book ever written, the Bible reveals over 1600 years, these great prophecies, these great predictions of which there are hundreds of them, literally hundreds of them, that even speak to the exact day and the exact moment when something was going to happen, hundreds of years in the, uh, before they ever happened. Proving and sharing with us that there is a God in heaven and evidently he's revealed his secrets and we can have confidence in him. All right, let that kind of uh, percolate in your head a little bit. Let you think about that. Be sure to read Daniel 1 and go ahead and go into Daniel. Read that whole story. It's a fabulous story. And uh, look at that. Well, what happened was King Nebuchadnezzar didn't like that he would, he wanted to rule forever. So he did something in the next chapter of chapter 3 that you might want to read as well. So chapter 1 sets up chapter 2. And look at that. All right. So enjoy that. I'll be back with you again soon. Please make a mark uh, and let me know that uh, you're following it. I appreciate that. And also, if you wouldn't mind uh, putting uh, on a little indication there, there should be a, on Facebook or something when the next one gets posted, then you'll get alerted that it is up and ready because I do this when I can. And I try to get them out as quickly as I can to help you. So see if you can find those, see if you can make that, share this with others. We're glad that you could join us. God bless you. Have a great Bible search for truth.